Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker. Worker of yours. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. Late 7 o'clock. Yeah! Yeah! It's time for 92.9 The Game Tonight. For the next hour, tune in or listen on the Odyssey app. As we get you caught up with all things Atlanta sports and beyond. We're going up tonight. Like I say, just turn up and listen, you know. That's the way to lead the show. It's 92.9 The Game Tonight on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Welcome in 92.9 The Game Tonight. Abe Gordon here and you there and let's have some fun over the next three hours and two minutes as I uh, as I dip into the 6 p.m. hour. How about that here on a Thursday evening? Thank you all for listening. Appreciate in advance the uh, entertainment and, and certainly the participation I expect tonight once we get going here because this is a we, – we've been dancing around it, and that's fine, but, but I think – Push has finally come to shove in regards to the Atlanta Hawks, and I think we all see where this is headed. Maybe you want to admit it now. Maybe you need to wait a couple of months to admit it, but uh, I think it's pretty obvious what's happening here and what's going to happen once the season ends. So we're going to dive into that throughout, and I'm certainly going to get your calls on what you want the next steps to be, be because let's not get it twisted. The Atlanta Hawks are not entering next season trying whatever they're trying to do right now. They're not doing that again. So there will be changes. What are the changes? What's the next steps? We're going to dive into that throughout the show. Uh, again, it is Abe Gordon here. If you want to get yourself involved on X or Twitter, whatever you want to call it, at Abe Gordon, we're certainly going to be posting and, and posing some questions throughout the night. And we're also going to be taking your calls when the times are appropriate, 404-726-0929. I want to get into some headlines before we dive hard, hard, hard into the Atlanta Hawks. But let's set up the rest of the show first. First things first, I am sitting in studio looking across the glass at my man Dom Chorosky. He's here running the show with me. He's going to be here tomorrow as well. So, uh, yeah, you are getting me Thursday and Friday, a little switcheroo. A lot of times I've been early in the week, but this time late in the week. And you're actually going to get to swing around with me after President's Day. It's going to be back on Monday and Tuesday, or excuse me, Tuesday and Wednesday as well. So uh, there's also a Sunday show, 6 to 9, fitting in there. We're, look, I, I know we're doing 92.9 the game tonight. We're going to squeeze an ABTL out of this weekend, though. Sunday, 6 to 9. So uh, I will be on the air quite a lot. I'm excited already about what I have to ask you guys tomorrow in regards to the Atlanta Falcons, but we will let that come tomorrow. Tonight we are talking about the Atlanta Hawks, uh, but that is not all we're going to talk about because there were a couple of interviews over the past couple of days here on the station, and I'm trying to figure out what we actually learned. Uh, And certainly the coordinators, Jimmy Lake, And my man, Zach Robinson, spoke with Dukes and Bell yesterday. I I pulled a couple cuts, chopped them up at the Adobe Audition home site. And we're going to hear from that a a little bit later. But also, what did Alex Anthopoulos say to the Steakhouse earlier today? We're going to dive into that as well. We're going to go outside the perimeter in our final hour at 9 o'clock. And at 9.20, Deshaun Tate. And and some of you may be familiar with Deshaun if you've been listening to the station for a while. Maybe if you're a newer listener and and you're not as familiar with him, Deshaun Tate lives, breathes, eats, sleeps, drinks, et cetera, et cetera, 
college basketball. Uh, he is one of the few that I can say without pause watches more college basketball than I do. And, and so we're going to dive into it first time for him. Uh, you know, look, we're leading up towards March, and, and, and we're not that far away. We're, we're five weeks away, I think it is, from Selection Sunday. And, and so we're going to dive in, get a little primer on what you've missed. Look, I, I don't blame people, right? I don't blame people in football season for not knowing what's going on throughout the start of college basketball. I, I mean, you've got Monday night football. Thursday night football, Saturday college, Sunday football. It's just very difficult to get into the flow of it, especially uh, if you have a family and, you know, like a life, stuff like that. You know, the, the sort of things that don't get in my way, other people might have that. And it's tough for them to just stroll out to a 2 p.m. tip on Saturday afternoon. But, hey, that's their problem, man. I'm watching college basketball. I got four TVs. You know that. So that's what I'm doing. But we will dive into it with Deshaun Tate. And then another interesting discussion that I want to have today, and I'm actually hoping that we get some reaction to this either on the phones or on Twitter. It's going to be later in the show at about 840. But there's a superhero movie coming out today, and I'm not sure how many people are aware of that. Even if you are aware of it, you're probably not going to see it. And there's been a very interesting trend, and I don't want to be too grandiose here. I think we're watching the end of the reign of the superhero movie in film and cinema, which leads me to ask the question, what's next? What's the next trend in movies? And so we're going to dive into that a little bit later at about 840, but we have a lot to get to between now and then, so let's go ahead and get to it. First things first, and I, I mentioned we're going to hear from Alex Anthopoulos in a little bit, but there is another Brave that I want to hear from first, and the Braves are down there at spring training. You heard, uh, 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 what was it, an hour and 20 ago, Grant McCauley joined Dukes and Bell, and you're going to start to hear a lot from Grant both from the diamond, his show, but also he's going to start making regular appearances now that the Brave season has started, uh, or at least spring training has started, and people are reporting down there to Northport, et cetera, et cetera. But there's a mindset that this Braves team has now because of what's happened the last two seasons, and it's pretty much been succinct. It's pretty clear, and A.J. Minter probably said it best. Do we have A.J. Minter ready yet, Dom? Are you still downloading? We got A.J. Minter? All right, A.J. Minter, upon, pretty much like the first thing he said, just as soon as he got down to spring training, popped off with this gem. Like I said, we hold ourselves to a different standard than most organizations, and that's what separates us. And um, I think we need to get everyone focused coming to spring training. Like, hey, this is, this is you know, World Series of the bus. So um, it's going to be another fun year. World Series or bust. And it's not to say that the last two years they didn't have that mindset, but I think it was more of the realm of we're probably the best team in baseball. Let's go prove it. Now it's a lot more binary code. It's a one or a zero. It is, are we winning the World Series or are we going home empty-handed again? And that's the mindset, not when they reach October, not when they clinch the NL East. Not when it's determined that they're the best team in the National League or in all of Major League Baseball. Not when they have the highest win total. Not when whatever. No, right now. Right now, it starts with World Series or bust. And I think that's the mindset that ultimately they need to have based on the fact that they've gone home empty-handed in back-to-back -back years. And not just empty-handed, early exits. Not just early exits. To your rivals or one of your rivals in the NL East. And so, I look, I, I'm not going to say the mindset feels different for the Braves, but it kind of feels different for the Braves. And, and we'll see what that eventually plays out to be. But you added a couple of guys that got a little bit more edge than maybe you're used to. Look, Austin Riley's a nice player. I don't know if he's got that, that edge, that grit. But Chris Sale does. Tyler Matzik returns to the bullpen. You know he's got it. 
from what we heard from Grant and Duke Sabell, maybe Jared Kellenick has it as well. So uh, there, there is that coming towards the Braves, and, and it's more than just Ronald Acuna Jr. with the swagger. I think this whole team's going to have it this season. Some other news before we dive into what's going on with the Atlanta Hawks. Georgia State head coach Sean Elliott earlier today resigned. He's going to be joining the staff at South Carolina, the Gamecocks. He's going to be an assistant for the Gamecocks. All right. So you got another Power 5 head coach leaving to be a coordinator at the at the uh, at the Power 5 level. Is that Oh, he's not he's not defensive coordinator for the Gamecocks? Is he well, They didn't no. put him on offense. Is he I'm sorry, does this say tight ends coach? Tight ends and running back, actually. Tight tight ends coach. Okay, great. Mm -hmm. Um, So you've got a group of five head coach leaving to be a tight ends coach in the SEC. And this is different to me than Chip Kelly leaving to be the offensive coordinator at Ohio State. This is not the same discussion. This is different to me than Jeff Halfley leaving Boston College to be a coordinator in the NFL. This is different to me than Ryan Grubb being offensive coordinator at Alabama and now being named offensive coordinator uh, with the Seattle Seahawks. This is one that made me raise my eyebrows a little bit more because this is, quite honestly, a significant demotion. And it's not, I don't know if demotion is the right word. Step down. In your career path. And it, it it has me asking a couple things. It really does. Does Sean Elliott have any desire to be a head coach for a Power 5 school? This move tells me no. It really tells me no. Because he's probably not far away from being on a short list. He's one good run. To win that conference with Georgia State, and he can take a jump. May not be to a big power five, but to a power five. When you move down to a tight ends coach, what that tells me is you don't want to deal with the nonsense of being a head coach anymore. You're not interested in transfer portal. You're not interested in dealing with collectives. You can still recruit the old-fashioned way. You're going to have to as a positional coach. But all that... Other stuff, I think he just wants out. I just think he's not interested in playing the game. And I think, unfortunately, that's the ugly truth of what we've seen in recent weeks. And I ultimately, I think that's the ugly truth of why UCLA didn't have a problem with Chip Kelly leaving. They want someone different to be the face of their program as they head into the Big Ten to stand up for that and talk to the collectives and deal with the NILs and 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 transfer portal. Chip Kelly didn't want that, and, and he's going to have to deal a little bit with it. But uh, pretty pretty interesting career path decision for Sean Elliott. Uh, I don't know if he ever gets a head coaching job again. Uh, it, it'll be interesting to see. Maybe he, uh, you know, puts tight ends into the third round of the NFL draft. I, I don't know what the plan is there, but – uh, certainly he, he'll have to work his way back up, which is why it's interesting because you, you work so hard to get to be a head coach. And, and, again, you're not stepping down to be a coordinator. You're stepping down to be a positional coach. So a uh, very interesting decision there. All right, let's get into it here with the Atlanta Hawks. And I've got a lot to say about the Atlanta Hawks in our next segment. We're going to take your calls and, and get your thoughts, opinions, about what's next for the Atlanta Hawks. But we're going to do it kind of periodically. We're, we're going to take this on a timeline basis. We're going to go back to the beginning, where, where all the problems started. And look, we're not going to detail every little misstep the franchise has gone through. I, I, I pinpointed three things that I kind of want to bring up that have put the, 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 the Hawks in, in the position that they're at now that I, I think is probably – the tent pole, if you will, uh, of why moves and changes have to be made. And then we're going to get into what the moves and changes are. Uh, and so there's a lot to dive into. Look, this isn't new, okay? This isn't just because of last night. It really isn't. 
And again, welcome in if you're listening, just uh, popping in the car, just tuning us in. 92.9 The Game tonight here. Uh, I'm your host, Abe Gordon. We're riding all the way till 10 o'clock tonight. Going to be talking a lot of Atlanta Hawks here in this first hour. And look, you head into the All-Star break with back-to-back embarrassments. It's a 23-point loss to Charlotte. I think someone said earlier today that it was their first double-digit win of the entire season. And look, I know you have issues with Charlotte. They, they've they've kind of been in your crawl, you know, quite a bit over the last couple of years. But that was unforgivable. But let's also not misconstrue the seriousness of last night's loss. What we're going to talk about today is not a topic because they lost by 23 one night ago. This is something that has been brewing really over the last two years. And maybe you want to just talk about the last 70, 80 games since Quinn Snyder took over, if you want to excuse part of the other stuff, but you really can't. And so as I head to break, I'll say this. And then we'll break it down in the next segment. As currently constructed, the Atlanta Hawks do not have a future At all. There is no path forward with what they currently have. The trade deadline's come and gone. You're going to have to play out the season with those guys. Like the idiot I am, I'm going to watch every game. Get more frustrated every single night. But I look forward to this summer as we figure a couple things out. And I'll tell you what. The Atlanta Hawks have lost maybe a lot of people in this town. They have not lost me. If they don't make moves in the summer, we might be having a different discussion. And so what are those moves? That's what we're going to discuss when we come back here on 92.9 The Game tonight in about five minutes. How did we get to where we are? And what is the best path forward for the Atlanta Hawks? I've got a couple of different options. I want to hear what you think, or if you have a a, a wildly uh, different scenario as well, feel free to join us, 404-726-0929, or I'm going to post a question on Twitter slash X as well in the break. How did we get to where we are? And more importantly, what's the next step for the Atlanta Hawks? Because there better be a step. We're going to get to all that on the other side. Sports Radio 929, the game and the Odyssey app. Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker worker of yours. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. We're gonna rock this place out every night. Talking Atlanta sports at night. This is 92.9 The Game Tonight. On Sports Radio 92.9 The Game.
Welcome back in, 92.9 The Game tonight. Abe Gordon here. Appreciate you guys stopping by and listening. We're going to get into this Hawks thing in just a moment, but I, I, I've got to be honest. There's another basketball story that, that just caught my eye in break, and I need every detail. I need every detail. Uh, according uh, to uh, the Field of 68, which if you're a huge college basketball fan, you already know what that is. They're a great site with with a bunch of talented reporters, insiders, and writers. And uh, apparently, the game between Fairleigh Dickinson and Long Island University is delayed right now, and it's, it's delayed. It's delayed because the Fairleigh Dickinson players are stuck in an elevator coming from the locker room to the court. <laughs> You're gonna run up and down the court for 40 minutes. You couldn't take the stairs. <laughs> it's a very good I, I've point. never <laughs> I, I've never heard uh it, it's just a what first off everyone is terrified of like the premise of being stuck in an elevator yes absolutely. It, it could be for hours absolutely. and hours no food there there I mean if you start having to have restroom issues it, I, I mean it happened to me recently here I was because you forgot your badge like no. you did today or <laughs> no that the elevator was just malfunctioning now thankfully I wasn't in there for long I was only in there for like seven minutes but like I was just sitting on the floor like oh this sucks it's, did you like did you use like oh, this oh yeah the, yeah so I used the little did you ring use the phone thing. thing on the elevator or yeah, just yeah, yeah your cell phone no no I used the phone thing and they they picked up and they were like hey what's going on or crowbar this thing open <laughs> get to it quickly <laughs> lose my mind I'm suing someone I don't care Not mental mental yeah. distress or yeah, so I guess something. I should put that on the radio now it sounds like it's a motive <laughs> or something but yeah, I, I'm, someone's getting sued. That, that's all I know. If I get stuck in an elevator. All right, so let's dive into it here with the Atlanta Hawks. I know Ryan and Wendell uh, are on the phones. So we're going to take their calls. I did just post it on Twitter as well. And, and, and I guess, like, the, the quick version of what I posted, the quick version is what the Hawks are doing is not working. Changes are going to be made. Here are the three paths forward. And uh, I gave you three I- options. And, 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 if you want to respond to it, respond to it there. If you want to give us a call, 404-726-0929. But before we get into the path forward for the Atlanta Hawks, let's go backwards a little bit. How did we get here? How, how did we get to a point there where the Hawks are really uncompetitive and as currently constructed cannot be built into a winner? How did we get here? Step one. And I'll be honest, there was a little concern this was the path the Falcons were going down. Luckily, cooler heads prevailed, and it's not the case. It started when you hired a GM, and you didn't let him do his job. You brought Travis Schlenk over here to try and build Golden State East. And then you overruled him on personnel decisions. And I'm not going to get specifically into which decisions, And who had the power? I think we can all come to the very similar conclusion on that. But outside influences affected the roster and makeup of this team. That's one of the reasons you got here. Number two, the expectation of DeAndre Hunter and John Collins to develop. And when they didn't, there was no plan. You got stuck with both of them contract-wise. They're supposed to be Trey's sidekicks, and neither could live up to it. And and then the one that was most frustrating, it's most recent, and it was the most confusing, befuddling, disturbing part of this to me. The belief that Quinn Snyder was going to make a difference for this team with almost no roster turnover is a wild premise in the NBA. If it's another sport, well, really only, only football, like I, I think a head coach can make a big difference in the game of football. You run a different offense. Maybe you're a little bit wiser with your schemes, stuff like that. I think you can make a difference in football. Basketball and baseball, you're not making a difference. I, I'm sorry, you're just not. I, I think we've seen that with the Milwaukee Bucks, haven't we? Doc Rivers comes in, everyone's pumped. They they go like one and nine immediately. And, and I have nothing against Quinn Snyder, by the way. He's an absolutely fine coach. But but the idea that he was going to make this team eight wins better, ten wins better, 
That is a wild thought process to head into a new season with. And look, again, I I said this at the end with Dukes and Bell. We're going to go through a little therapy session here. We're going to vent about it, and we're going to try and heal. And, And again, there's nothing wrong with Quinn Snyder. He's fine. But you have to be realistic about the impact he is or is not having on this team. Now, look, as we take a couple more steps forward, a couple of things they tried and didn't work, and I'm okay with it, okay? They tried to pair DeJounte, who was an all-star with the Spurs, with Trey Young. I was excited about it when it happened. It hasn't worked out, okay? DeJounte's not the defender we thought we were getting. I think that's fair to say. Maybe that's part of it is because it's a lack of team defense. But on ball, he's not been as good as we were led to believe. And I'll be honest, he's not a good enough three-point shooter. He's just too inconsistent. There'll be some nights I'm like, man, DeJounte can shoot the three. Uh, But I'll I'll be honest, he's got that mid-range one-handed thing going. He's pretty nice with it. But it's just too inconsistent from deep. And and so the question now, and we're going to get to your calls in uh, in this moment and to your tweets as well if you send them. What is the best, path, uh, the best path forward for the Hawks if they do determine in summer that they need a different approach? And I'll be honest right now. They better dang determine that they need a different approach because I'm not, like I said, the Hawks have not lost me right now. I'm still in. And I, I understand this season's going nowhere in, in the long run. I, I don't care if they're a playing team, but they make their way through the first round, whatever. They're not going anywhere long-term this season. They're not making the finals or the Eastern Conference finals. But I'm still in this season. If you enter next season with the exact same plan as you did, which I just trashed, the idea that Quinn Snyder's going to make a difference all on his own, I might be out. I might not even buy in to the start of the season. So you have to figure out something to change. And I've got kind of three options. And look, these aren't like some – Oh, my God, I can't believe he thought of that. They should think. Like, these are the obvious options, guys. It's not just me saying it. There's three options and only three options. Maybe you have a fourth. I'd love to hear it. These are your three options. Trade DeJounte Murray, and you continue to build around Trey Young. All right? There are a lot of people who thought that was going to be the plan at the trade deadline. Ultimately, didn't happen. Trade Trey Young and start to build with DeJounte as a centerpiece. There's been a lot of talk in the recent days since Mark Stein's article came out that maybe that's the path for the Atlanta Hawks this summer. What if you move on from both, completely rebuild, and essentially you end up tanking? You get a top five pick. I think you take whatever talent you can get out of the draft, you pair that with Jalen Johnson, who right now is you're a three Like, maybe he continues to develop and becomes a two. He's got to get more consistent finishing around the rim. He's got to get more consistent with his three-point shot. And he's got to be a little bit better of a ball handler. And I think, by the way, I have no problem asking that of him. I think he's an outstanding player and a real bright spot in what's been a bum of a season this year for the Hawks. But you get rid of both your superstars, and you just completely tear it down, and you build back up. And then the next aspect of this, well, you know what? Let's save the last aspect. I want to get into some of these calls. Now that I've presented the options, what is the next step? What is the path forward for the Atlanta Hawks? 404-726-0929. Are you trading Trey Young and building around DeJounte? Are you trading DeJounte and continuing to go at it with Trey Young? Are you trading both and completely starting over? Let's go out to Ryan in Marietta. Ryan, what do the Hawks need to accomplish in the summer? Man, uh, first and foremost, thanks for taking my call. Uh, and, and to answer your question, I don't know. Um, you know, you're not going to get the value for DeJounte that you got before uh, with the moves that we made. Look, let me, um, let me just pause you real quick. Right now, I'm not concerned about recouping value. I'm concerned about a path forward. I, I understand, and you're right about that. You're going to have to take the hit. There's no doubt about that. I, I don't care at this point. We need something that gives us some sort of long-term hope, and recouping value is not my priority. Yeah, absolutely, and I, I, I copy that. Um, you know, I, I, I like Jalen. 
he he's a great player, and I think we have to keep Trey. I think he could be, uh, you know, he's shown that assists, points, things like that, he could be a superstar in this league, and he already is, in my opinion. Um, but my biggest problem is is that, you know, you bring in a guy like Travis Schlenk, but you don't listen to anything that he's trying to say. He didn't want to trade Herter. You trade Herter. He didn't want DeJounte Murray. You get DeJounte Murray. You you do things sometimes in business. You have to trust the people that you put in place. And now that he's gone, it feels like Tony Ressler wanted to get his people in place, his son, you know, n- nothing against Landry Fields. Don't know the guy. Don't, you know, know what he's trying to do. But at the same time, what they're doing is not working. And, you know, it, it's really frustrating as a native Atlantan, born and raised, uh, love Atlanta sports. It, it's just, where do we go? And tanking, I don't think, is the option because this year's draft is really, really weak. Well, you got to remember, and, and I appreciate the call, you would not be tanking this year for, for this year's draft. What you would be doing is getting rid of guys and then tanking the year after. So, we're talking about the 2025 draft, not the 2024 draft. And look, we, we can look back at the Travis Schlank and the Nick Ressler stuff, whatever. We need to figure out what, what can be a path forward now. Uh, I know that's where we got to where we are, and maybe a lot of that's still concerning to an extent, but uh, they've got to have a plan, and, and you can't have anyone standing in the way of that. Let's get one more in before we head to a break. Wendell out there in Atlanta. Wendell, what do you view as the path hey guys, for the how doing? How's it going, man? It's going well, man. If you allow me, I'm going to tell you what start all what you said has been true. What is, I have seen started this happen about 30 years ago, about this time. This time, 30 years ago, the Hawks traded Dominique Wilkins to the L.A. Clippers for Daddy Matty, for Daddy Matty. At the start of that 93 season, the Hawks was the number one team in the East. Jordan was gone. The Bulls wasn't what Jordan was gone. We had went on like a 12-game winning streak. We eventually lost to the eventual NBA champions, Houston Rockets, that broke our winning streak at that time. The Hawks was number one in the East. But soon after that, at the set, second part of the season, after that trade with Danny Manning, the Hawks just went in the trash, man. And they traded Danny Manning at the end of the year. And since that time, 30 years ago up to now, the same thing I've seen with this team. I've seen it through the Steve Smith era, the Mookie Blaylock era, the Kimbabel Tumble era, all those different teams we had. Feel good, decent, no bona fide superstar, but the team just just us. We can't get past. Trey is the most bona fide superstar we've had in a while. You just got to get some uh, ball, get some um, legit players, man, elite players and an elite coach to get us through. Trey need to go. We'll need to trade him. He need to go on the uh, sell tour. He need to sell the team, sell the letter. I don't know how he gonna do it, but he needs to do that. We don't need to get rid of Trey, man. That's the true superstar we have been missing for a long time. Look. Yeah, I, I appreciate the call. And look, the, want to be open and honest about some things that are probably going to be said over the next hour in regards to Trey Young, because I know there is a massive divide over the group of people who think that you can win with Trey, and if you feel that way, fine. Honestly, I feel that way. With the right pieces, you can win with Trey. Now, Trey cannot – I don't think you're you're being led by a guard team to the NBA Finals with Trey. I think Trey needs to find a piece that can be a one, and he takes over the role as a two. I'm not talking about point guard, shooting guard. I'm talking about number one option, number two option. But, look, I think you can win with Trey. There's plenty of people in this city who do not think – that you can win a title with Trey. And you know what? If that's your mindset, I-, I totally understand it. I get the frustration. In fact, I was on that side of things for a while. And so there is no personal hatred. Let's keep everything civil in, in regards to attacking Trey. Look, we don't need to do that here, guys. Keep it on the basketball floor. If you think you can win with them, great. If you don't think you can win with them, great. We don't need to name call. We don't need to put down none of that stuff. I love having Trey here in Atlanta. 
if that's the path forward, so be it. And if it's not the path forward, so be it. The one thing I do know is something has to change, and it has to change this summer. We got three options. Trade Trey, trade DeJounte, trade both. What do you think is the best path forward? 404-726-0929. It's Atlanta. 92.9 The Game tonight right here on Atlanta Sports Station. Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. Hiding somewhere in the darkness waiting for nightfall. It's live sports talk in the ATL at night. This is 92.9 The Game Tonight. On Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. A lot of action on the phone lines tonight in regards to this Atlanta Hawks discussion we're having. Their changes have to be made so what is the path forward for this team? Trade Trey and build around DeJounte. Trade DeJounte, continue working it out with Trey Young. Or trade both. Get rid of both. And start over completely. Burn it all down. Welcome back in. 92.9 The Game tonight. Abe Gordon here with you. All the way to 10 o'clock. And, and we've got some interesting discussions that uh, we're hoping to have throughout the show. But, man, this Hawks thing is is very interesting and I'll say this, and I'm not sure that this is the plan. It's certainly not my uh, you know, first option. But I will say this. If you do start over entirely, if you trade Trey and trade DeJounte, I have one priority that you need to start with that this team currently does not have. And look, this has been the issue the whole time, if we're being honest. The Golden State Warriors are the only team that's been guard-led to win an NBA championship in at least a decade. Obviously, Jokic. And by the way, I'm not even sure they were guard-led for most of those years. Durant won the MVP twice. I know Iggy got one way back when, but they weren't, they weren't guard-led. Uh, or, or, sorry, he wasn't the guard that was leading them. It was, it was the other guy. It was that other guy. Um... But you look at the best teams in the NBA right now, and, and, and they all have one thing in common for the most part, with the exception maybe of OKC, and, and that is that they have a big man or or someone in the front court that can take over. We know about Nikola Jokic. We know about Joel Embiid, Giannis, and, and even Jason Tatum. 
Yeah, you want a scoring guard to go alongside with him? Fine. It could be a shooter or a point like Trey. But you have got to get an impactful forward or setter to run things. And, and, and by the way, that doesn't change even if you take any of the other options. If you trade DeJounte, you need a big guy. If you trade Trey, you're still going to need a big guy. But you're just not doing it with a guard-led squad. I really feel that way. Uh, let's continue on the phone lines. What is the best path forward for the Atlanta Hawks? There has to be changes coming. What do you think is the best plan to try and turn this thing around? Because right now, you are in no man's land, and it is not going to work. Uh, Pierre, out there calling from an Uber. What's going on, man? What's going on, A? How you doing, man? Doing all right, man. What, what's your plan to make things better here in Atlanta for the Hawks? Man, first I got a few things. One, Tony Russell got to be willing to go into the luxury tax. And his son and his son cannot be the one making decisions for him because he need to let the uh he need to let Landry Field do all the thinking. And and I would not trade Trey Young. I'll probably trade the uh the uh, the Murray and I'll probably trade uh Clint Capella because Clint Capella ain't getting it done for me. Uh probably another send somebody like DeAndre Ayton, maybe to bring uh the to bring in. And that, that'll be all for me. Yeah, I appreciate the call. And, and look, I, there are going to be other pieces moved outside Trey or DeJounte, right? Like, I think we understand that. I don't think we need to get into the fringe discussions of who else needs to go. But one of the superstars on this team, of which those are the only two, one of those has to be moved. And, and look, you get into the DeAndre Hunter discussion, Clint Capella. That's fine. But I'm talking about the big boy moves. Uh, I'm talking about... Something that sends this team in a very clear, different direction. Let's go out to Nick in Marietta. What's going on, Nick? Good evening. Thank you for having me on. I just wanted to say that I think Trey should be kept, but I don't think the problem in Atlanta is the actual general managers or the coaches or the players that we play. It's a spirit of absolutely being willing to lose every year, no matter the sport, and be willing to rebuild and tear everything down and burn it down. That's not the way you build championships. That's not what happened with Vilicek up in Boston with the Patriots. It's not what happened with Popovich. It just is not what we need to do. We need to have fans that can go to the games and be willing to stay in a non-corporate environment and yell like hell for their team that really want to see the Hawks win a championship, not to sit there and socialize. You should be there to guard your team, not leave in the third quarter, no one leaving the Falcons game and hearing the opposition from the Pittsburgh Steelers go, here we go, Steelers, here we go. We don't want to hear that. We want to so, hear so let me just Let me up. just be clear on what you're suggesting. You want to keep the same roster, and if we have better fans, we're the three seed? Uh, look, seed don't matter. If you make it to the playoffs, your responsibility is to win, isn't it? You think you with the current ahead, roster that we have, half. if we have the best fans in the NBA, we're going to the finals? I don't see why not. They were able to do it. Look. Look, the perfect Patriots lost to the lost to a uh, nine and seven uh, uh, New York uh, Giants team. And you hey, think that's because of the it? fans at the Super Bowl? No, I think it's because the fans are always along the line. Go to New York, go to Boston. All right, you know, you, you go to San Antonio. Those fans are in it to win it. Yeah, and I got I got some it. bad news for you about all of those fans, and appreciate the call. Those fans were there because those teams were winning. Go back to the years where their teams weren't winning. Go look at New England this year. You think they had a great fan base watching Mac Jones and Bailey Zappi throw the ball to God knows who? No. Everyone likes to remember how great a fan base is when their teams are winning. You know who else was great? Like Utah when Deron Williams was there. It was like the best atmosphere in the NBA. It's easy when their team's winning. I, but come on. You can't sit here and call up here and say that this team is NBA Finals worthy and the fan base is letting it down. No, 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 no. My friend, you have that backwards. The fans here, on the other hand, are ready to explode behind this team. We already saw it in 16 when they were the one seed. The fans here are dying to cheer for a team that's above 500. No, sir. That is a player issue, a coach issue, 
a general manager issue and an owner issue. The problems with the Hawks come from their own organization, not from the fans. We're not placing blame on us, me being one of them. You think the team wins last night if I go to the game? They lost by 23 points. You think me yelling would have made up the other 23? It's not how it works. The fan base is a good one. And as teams are better, they become great ones. Go look at what happened in Cleveland after LeBron left the second time and before Donovan Mitchell got there. That's how fans are in every city. Here's the thing. Cities like to pretend they have great fans. Every city's the same. Every city's the same. Football may be a little bit different. Football a little bit different. The NFL, college. But when you go to NBA, it's all the same. Remember how great the Heat fans were? When they had Bosh and Wade, LeBron? They're not that good now, and they went to the finals. No, we're not blaming this on the fans. All right, let's keep it moving. Derek is in Smyrna. What's going on, Derek? Hey, what's going on? Thank you for having me on. I'm going to cut it quick to the point. I think the problem with the Hawks lies on the defensive side of the ball from what I've been watching. They don't play with any type of passion as far as staying in front of ball handlers, as far as cutting people off. If, I think they need to trade DeJounte, and they need to go find a defensive upgrade. If they can get a guy like Herb Jones, I was interested in OG Ananobi at the deadline. Anybody who can play with some type of intensity on defense, because Charlotte, that was a layup line last night. They can't keep doing that. Now, and I appreciate the call. I, I will say this about last night specifically in regards to that last comment. You did not have Capella. Okongwu was out as well. So, yeah, they were going to get points in the paint. Uh, like, that's understandable. But that that was a one-night thing. Uh, but that doesn't change how this team has looked uh, either way. Let's keep it going. 400. Russ is on the phone lines. What's going on, Russ? Hey, guys. How you doing? Good show, always. God bless. Let us remember those four people in the unfortunate situation in the Kansas City thing. Here's the thing. Uh, don't, tra- don't trade Trey. I wouldn't do that. But they have got to improve their uh, defense. They're awful. I sometimes, I'm 75 years old, and I feel like I could make a layup on them. I mean, that's how bad they look on defense. And they need a, either a, a, a dominant center or a dominant four, they're going to have to spend some money. Good night. Yeah, I, I agree with you, Russ. They need a big guy that can do it on both ends, and then they need to fill out the rest of the team with more consistent shooters and more consistent defenders. That That's what DeAndre Hunter was supposed to be, and he's looked a little bit like that recently, right? That's what John Collins was supposed to be. He never really developed. But if you're not going to defend the rim – you're not going to shoot well from three. I don't know what your your position is anymore. You're just taking up a space. I'm sorry I had to go on that long diatribe, too, about the fans. But, like, that really got me. Like, like to try and place blame on the fan base of the Atlanta. Like, look at the amount of calls that we've been racking up. And there's still one line open, 404-726-0929. The passion is there, guys. This is not about the fan base. All right? Look, we've got calls of people trying to tell us how we can win. They want to win. Can't believe you tried to blame the fans on the reason the there's, Hawks are not succeeding. It is always just, the one that has to ruin the party. Look, I, look, and if he feels that way, I, I, I mean, I guess good for him. But like, I, I have to take up for for those of us out here who are desperate to to watch a winner because I'm one of them. And and I've seen at State Farm Arena, we've seen how that place can turn when things are good. And unfortunately, right now, they're not good. And that's why we need change. And that's why I do believe change is going to come this summer. But I don't know in which way it manifests itself. That's the big question. That's the big question. What is the best path forward here for the Atlanta Hawks? 
Trade Trey Young and build around DeJounte. Trade DeJounte, continue building around Trey, or trade both, start over, blow the whole thing up. All right, it is 92.9 the game tonight. I'm your host, Abe Gordon, and we are going to keep with this Hawks discussion because you guys are really giving me some juice tonight and and a lot of energy and effort. I I would dare say more so than what we saw from the actual Hawks a night ago. So uh, if you're on the phone lines, let's see. We got uh, Mike, Don, Nasir, Jermaine, Shane, Ty. Keep holding. We're going to take your call in the next segment. I won't have a five-minute diatribe, so we're going to get to all of you, I promise. Coming right back here in about five minutes. More of your phone calls. What is the plan for the Hawks? What's the best path forward? It is 92.9 the game tonight. Coming to you live from the Kia Studios. I'm your host, Abe Gordon, on Sports Radio. 92.9 the game and the Odyssey app. Why? Why? If you have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them, with more coming in. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future in vehicles, and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified, diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you, a hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyond zero. Toyota, let's go places.